sports, 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 sports. So they just sit there and talk about sports? Yeah, and the water boy's a cheetah. Oh, man, we're back and ready to rumble. Let's do it. It's a Monday on the Blitz. Diabolical. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, this is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And The Blitz is on for a Monday. Welcome to the greatest show in the history of the known universe with me, Fred Fowler, the Falcon, back. A.J. Hoffman, Chocolate Brave. Back. Back. Back, 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 back. Aaron Rabel, the Voldemort, never left. If you want to get in, 713-780-ESPN is your number, 713-780-3776. Or you can get us on the Blitz Facebook page. Find the Blitz, click like, send a message. Aaron will read it. Twitter's at Fred Fowler, F-A-O-U-R, at A-J is the real. At Aaron is Blitz, at Degenerates975. You can text the show. You know the number for that. You can watch us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash ESPN975. And it's a Monday. Had a nice break. All rested and refreshed and ready to go and... We just did a shot to celebrate Nick's birthday, so yes, a hell of a way to start birthday, the show. Nick. What the hell's happening, Hoffman? A little bullet ride to start the program off. Yeah, did you get a little pull of that? You get a little nip there, Aaron? No, he's already disappeared on his oh. oh, here he came in here. All right, he's got to right, fix, fix the camera. He's got to fix the camera. Yeah, because sure. AJ's head is like... Because I'm taller than Charles. Is that, uh, <laughs> is that the problem? A little bit. <laughs> Remarkable. <laughs> What's going on, man? How was your break? Uh, it was Saw good, you guys man. won another championship. We did win a championship last night, so that was fun. Um, we played poorly enough on Saturday that we had to win four games uh, yesterday to do it and start at 7 a.m. and finish at about 11.40 p.m. So your boy's not all that well-rested. <laughs> uh, but eh. it is good to be back. It's good to be uh, back in the saddle, as they say. And, uh, yeah, man, ready to, ready to roar yeah, for I, a week. Yeah, like, like, uh, what like, about you? What'd you do? What'd you get man, into? I, uh, I kind of spent four days where I unplugged from Twitter. I unplugged from the, the business and everything and just had fun. And, like, Wednesday night we went out for uh, – uh, Cinco de Mayo with a bunch of friends, and then we Cinco did, de Mayo. And we did uh, steak night as always on Thursday. Friday night, I went to House of Blues and saw our buddy John Wessling perform. He was fantastic. Oh, nice. Yeah, I did a great show. Uh, and then Saturday, we celebrated. John Wessling hates me now, by the way. Oh, does he? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He hates me now. Well, you probably did something wrong, but he's he's still my friend. I'll just go on record as saying that. And uh, it was great to see him and, and some of the other comics getting back out and actually being able to do shows. And it was kind of cool how they had it set up. The tables were pretty far apart. Yeah. So everybody, you know, felt comfortable, but uh, it was a really good show. He was hilarious as always. And then Saturday, uh, I spent a lot of time at uh, East End Backyard down by me over the weekend. I want to shout out to those guys because uh, shout uh, it out to uh, Tony and his wife, Laura and uh, Jimmy and Stan and all the guys there were fantastic. And we, we, we hung out there Saturday for my buddy Tang's birthday. Jimmy and Stan and Tang, yeah. and Billy all, Ray, all the cool and folks, Pookie and but uh, uh, Doodoo and TT and Mama. Eh, that that's not Born my pop. friends. Those, those are your friends. You're into the weirds. So, uh, but it was just an absolutely great stretch of days, and I did not even look at Twitter until the Bob Baffert stuff happened, and then oh, I, that son and then of I a had bitch. To, I had to comment on it. So, so part of me wants to complain and say. Mandaloon should have won. Right. But I think the thing that paid me the most was the exacta. In fact, I don't think I know the thing that paid me yeah. the most was the exacta. Would, would you have had it without him in there? I wouldn't have had it without him in there. 
So I needed him involved, but I do think it would have been fair to say, okay, Medina, or was it Medina or Medina? Uh, Medina. Medina. Medina Sod. Okay, Medina Sod. Spirit. Medina Spirit. You win second place now. That would have been better. <laughs> yeah, except Mandaloon was 21 to 1. Yeah, Mandaloon was the best. Yeah. I was right. Um, well, and I, I mean, I've. Let's wait till next segment on this filthy because cheaters. once I get going on it, I I, I think it's going to take a while. Is I I am uh, the thing I'm most furious about uh, involves people like me who bet on these races and and me and you um, thank you and it, and it has nothing to do with okay if you bet Mandaloon you should get paid uh, it has every like you should it, well you, technically yeah but I mean <laughs> you know once it's official then that's how the bets are paid would you have made money. No, I wouldn't have made any money off of it. But but it's just the the principle of it. Well, the problem is, if the horse isn't in the race, it changes the entire race. Sure. It doesn't go the way that it did. So we have no idea. So anybody who made a bet on that race should get their money back. That's never going to happen. But that's, you know, I'll I'll save that rant for when we have a full segment. Because this has been building up for two days, and I'm about ready to explode on Druggy Bob. And uh, and other cheaters in the sport that including guys who who are revered in this state who are absolute cheaters. And I'm, I've had enough of it. And I'll save that for I'll save that for next segment because I got a rant coming. OK. Yes. How about hey, that, man? Exactly. But uh, but no, nah, man, I, I was in too good of a mood to even let that bother me. <laughs> Although I'll tell you, I'll, I'll give you a little. uh insight here into how sometimes knowing who the cheaters are is really beneficial yesterday the day after the announcement Baffert had an even money shot in a turf race at Santa Anita uh actually under he was like three to five I think I bet everything against him and boxed everybody else in the trifecta the horse ran fourth all right it's amazing what happens when you stop giving them drugs because you don't want to get caught again yeah but you know but we'll get to that um, your Astros won two out of three. Yeah, how about that? How yeah. about that, Astros? Yeah, yeah. You know, I was like you. I, I was a little bit unplugged uh, when I was in Vegas. I had big plans. Uh, if you remember, I took a few days off from drinking yeah. leading up to going to Vegas. How'd that go? It, it went okay. I told you I had some struggles uh, the first couple nights falling asleep. Um. But then something weird happened when I was in Vegas. I was there for three days, and I had zero alcoholic beverages. That's got to be a first. It never. I didn't even. I didn't even realize it until till we were on the plane coming back. <laughs> That's when I'd been like, uh, "Excuse me, flight is like, whoa, what? You, <laughs> what? Zero? 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 So that. So basically. If I was an alcoholic, I'm not anymore because I went five days. Okay. I was so. going to take the day off, but we just did a shot, and then Eric's on later. So, well, yeah. well Eric's on the road, so yeah, don't but worry. we probably still drink anyway. We might. Yeah, have to, right? We probably should. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, very, that's good for you. That's good for you. Yeah, I'm, I'm, planning a, I'm planning a week off, or at least a week. Like three days, like a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday off. But I wasn't going to do it while I was you know, on vacation, basically having fun. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, I, it, it, it actually, we were talking about this a little bit. It's finally starting to feel normal again out there. 
And, you know, I mean, we used to do that all the time. I'd go out pretty much five nights a week. So four in a row is first time in forever. I'm not going to keep doing that, but it was nice to do. It just like, it just going to, to events. Like I said, the Cinco de Mayo thing was fun, man. It, yeah. it was outside, but it was, you know, it was crowded, but it was outside. And it, so it was fine. And they said House of Blues did everything. It just, it just was a, it was a nice few days of feeling like I used to feel before the world ended. Well, there you go. So, and, and hanging out with all my good friends. So I'm just in, in a great mood and, um, and ready to have a fun week here and, Get into some great stuff. I, I'm I. I was kind of half expecting when Aaron did all that audio, he was going to drop what I said the day after the race. Why did you not do that? Because I figured you were just going to tee off on it eventually. I and- am. I am. But I mean, it would have been nice to have hey. that and say, "Oh, well, watching a week when he tests positive." And don't be shocked if all three horses he had on the card. This test also positive. would have been like the third time I've had to pull audio of you being right, and I don't think your head needs to be that big. All Three right. times hey. in a row is too many. But two times in a row was good. But if good. you, uh, well, no, I wasn't right about the race, though. So you, it, I well, mean, I was. So we were <laughs> t- combined. We were really right. <laughs> but yeah, because I mean, I I called it the day after the Derby. That don't be surprised if this horse gets DQ'd, and then there you go. So well, and, and when I picked uh, my two horses. Fred did say that that uh, that Medina Spirit was going to be loaded up on steroids, so it was probably a good choice. So he, I mean, he he said that before the race even started. Yeah, yeah, we'll uh, we'll you know, get you're all over it, Freddie. Uh, you're all over it. Poor Marine wants to know if the Bang is vegan certified. I have no idea. I don't think there's any beef in it. I know that <laughs> says uh, no no chicken product, uh, no fish. Mm, yeah, I don't know if it's vegan. So, who's a vegan? I, I don't know. Don't, don't I, be a weirdo, is, man. Is, but is there liquid vegan stuff? I don't know. I mean, this is uh, strawberry flavor, so it's pretty much fruit juice. Yeah, that's that's a good flavor there. I like that. It's delicious. Yeah, that's uh, there's a, there's one place by me that has it, so that's where I always go stop every morning and load up. So I've probably got I probably got about eight of them in the fridge now. So. Hey, I've got some good news for our uh, our little program this week. On as as some of you know, uh, the UFC is going to be here on Saturday. Yeah, so that's kind of exciting. Um, and also exciting is five o'clock on Friday. Uh, the president of the UFC, Dana White, will come over and be in studio with us for I don't know. He said. Probably about a half hour he's got for us, so uh, so nice. we'll, we'll have him here. We'll get to uh, we'll get to catch up with him and uh, and talk to him before the big fights on Saturday. That's awesome. By the way, how about uh, your buddy Alex? Oh yeah, how awesome baby. was that? <laughs> yeah, I was out there in Vegas and I was on RJ's uh, on RJ's podcast uh, while I was out there. And at the end of the podcast, he's like, uh, "All right, well, give me a best bet. Throw me your best bet out there, like any sport, anything." I hadn't even like I hadn't, I hadn't even considered it, and I said I will say this: Alex Morano at plus one sixty five is a dumb number, and everything I read about about that fight, Alex against Cerrone, was on short notice. This is a bad matchup for Alex, and I I said it on RJ show. I think I said it here. Alex stays ready to fight. Yeah, you did. You mentioned he, mentioned that he does not get out of fight shape anymore. 
And it's funny to watch. And and to to be fair, probably the knock on Alex is that he's not a world class athlete. Like he's not the most athletic guy. Like he he's got a little. Uh, it it's not a beer belly because he doesn't drink, but he he's got a little a little meat on his bones. He's not cut. He's not ripped to shreds. He's not like a quick twitch like a freak show athlete. But that's not all fighting is about. And they were like, well, he's not going to be able to stand and bang with a guy like Cerrone on short notice. Ooh, he he stood and banged. Not wise. Yep. And uh, yeah, I I was really happy for Alex. I talked to him after the fight and and he was he was to the moon. I mean, he was just thrilled. That's the biggest moment of his fight career. And he was like uh, he, he was torn on like being elated and almost crying because. He's a, he's such a fan of guys like Donald Cerrone. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's uh, a legend. And yeah, that's a legend that he knocked the crap out of. So it, it was a, a great moment for him. I'm super thrilled for him. Yeah, well, uh, that congratulations. I know he's. Uh, yeah, but that's like the first time he's ever had a fight where we didn't get to have him on the show. That's the first <laughs> UFC fight he's had that he didn't come on our show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, I got to say about new brakes and uh, guys. If you're going to be doing some traveling this summer, you need to get your brakes fixed. And uh, guys, new brakes comes to you. Uh, had one one guy tell me he had him come out to repair his mom's car. They couldn't be better guys. Uh, they, they it was quick, it was easy, it was convenient, and that's what New Brakes does. They are twenty to fifty percent more affordable than shops and dealers on average. So, it, even even as as COVID goes away, why do you want to go sit in a shop for a couple hours when you can save money? They come do it for you. You're going to get a twenty four month, twenty four thousand mile warranty. They're good people, certified, experienced brake technicians. And they do great work. All you have to do is go to newbreaks.com. That's N-U-B-R-A-K-E-S dot com. Mention ESPN. You're going to get 10% off your service. And uh, here's the cool thing. They're going to get right back to you. They're going to get you a quote. And it's going to be totally transparent, surprise-free. What they tell you is what you're going to pay. Newbreaks.com. That's N-U-B-R-A-K-E-S dot com. Mention ESPN. Get 10% off of your service. That's newbreaks.com. The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. It's complete injustice and... Um but we're gonna I'm gonna fight it tooth and nails because this horse you know I I owe it to the horse I owe it to the owner and I owe it to our industry and our industry needs to step up and we need to do a better job in racing there's something wrong right now with what's going I've been talking about it nothing seems to be going uh, done about it but these uh these contamination levels and and i'm not a conspiracy therapist i know no everybody's not out to get me but there is definitely something wrong why is it happening you know to me you know there's problems in racing but it's not bob baffert mandaloon's winning this bitch and uh and he almost did yeah yeah he wanted enough to make me money that's all that matters yeah well that's that's awesome 
Uh, and, and you know, if the jockey hadn't have been jabbing yet another syringe into the winner in the stretch, then uh, he probably gets by him. <laughs> All right, we're back on the blitz. Uh, Happy now? Uh, yeah, that's not the best one, but that's okay. It'll do. Uh, so, if you haven't heard, uh, Medina Springs tested positive for a uh, drug. Bob Baffert claims, he said, we didn't do it. Uh, today, he's come up with some really weird comments like uh, the press release from Churchill Downs was a result of cancel culture. I think the maybe the coolest thing that he could say would be, uh, my horse didn't take steroids. He ate tainted horse meat. Kind of close to what... what like, a, that's all that happened. He, he's a cannibal horse. I, I don't know and if And he was into this horse from Mexico that was roided up and he ate that horse and now... All right, but well, let's start with this. Maybe all of this is just a coincidence, okay? Maybe what Bob Baffert says is right. Um, and I know he's not a conspiracy therapist, but, boy, he's right out of the politician playbook here. Oh, it's a conspiracy. We didn't do anything. It's cancel culture. Uh, okay, well, we're going we're gonna, to just throw out a few more coincidences, and, and let's just see if they add up to this guy's telling the truth or not, all right? Yeah. Uh, one of his excuses, a groom urinated in the stall after he'd been taking cough medicine and the horse ate some of the hay. Sounds legit. Okay, that's one possible excuse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and another excuse he used when his horses tested positive for lidocaine was grooms had lidocaine on their hands and somehow it got in the horse's mouth. These damn grooms. Well, yeah, let's blame the minimum wage guys, right? That's kind of an easy target. As opposed to the guy who flies private jets. Okay, so uh, that's all possible, right? So let me give you some stats on Mr. Baffert. Over the last 40 years, his horses have failed 30 drug tests. <laughs> well, the- I'm not a conspiracy uh, therapist. Hey, I mean, could, could just be a coincidence, right? <laughs> Over the last two years, his horses have failed five drug tests, including in the Kentucky Oaks, including the Arkansas Derby. I mean, some major races, right? These aren't... These aren't low-level horses. And, uh, you know, basically the one that Gamine, who was in the Kentucky Oaks, tested for, same drug that they found in Medina Spirit. Coincidence? Okay. Now, if you remember, let let me take you back a couple of years when the horses were breaking down at Santa Anita. Mm -hmm. You remember how Bob Baffert's, it was almost a bunch of them were his horses? Yeah. Uh, I mean, he, he had a whole bunch of them break down. Are well, you blaming the juice? I, I'm just maybe this is just a coincidence. Okay, I'm just throwing this coincidence out there. All of that suddenly stopped, and then you know what happened? Started getting these positive tests. Mm. Coincidence? Maybe. I'm going to give you another one, and, and this is why it's, it's not just Baffert, and I, and I do have a point to make, but I'm giving you some background on this because not many people actually know enough about this to be able to give you this kind of background. I don't know if you remember the horse Maximum Security who was disqualified from the Derby for interference. Uh, A few months later, his trainer was busted by the FBI along with 26 other people for injecting horses with something called SGF-1000, which is a drug that's intended to promote tissue repair and increase the horse's stamina and and endurance. And what they did with that, um, and I mean, the FBI got involved. That's the only reason they found out about this drug. Well, fast forward about a month, now they can test for the drug. Now they're looking for it. A whole bunch of trainers who had high percentages 
suddenly went one for 23. Coincidence? <laughs> maybe. Maybe it's just all a coincidence. And, and one of the guys, and, and, like, and this is, and I don't know who can really go out there and, and go after these people because Baffert, you know what's going to happen? They're going to give him a suspension. You know what happens during a suspension? His assistant trains all the horses yeah. and he's still on the phone with them. Uh, it would be like if you're in somebody's corner for a fight and you're not allowed to go in, you're on the cell phone with them. It's the same thing. Yeah. And, and you know, they and, you know, they do this big thing on NBC about Bob Baffert winning his derby trainer. And I don't blame NBC. They pay a bunch of money. They need Baffert. He's like the Yankees of horse racing for them to make any money off of this thing. But, you know, Steve Asmussen, who's also, you know, going to be one of the leading trainers of all time in terms of wins. I mean, this guy has been popped more than a bissonette streetwalker. Yep. And he's one of the guys who suddenly went cold as soon as they were looking for this particular drug. Coincidence? I don't know. The problem is, and, and I've been in this business a long time. I've promoted this business a long time. I've cared about it. I continue to care about it. And I, I get that people are going to try to cut corners. I get it. I can tell you a lot of stories from guys that at one time I admired that would tell me, I asked, I asked a guy one time, why'd you use this jockey? He goes, he's the only one that'll use the buzzer. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, are you serious? And never spoke to the guy again. And we were pretty good friends up until then. But I, I, just, I can't tolerate people because there's a big difference. People say, oh, you're fine with steroids in baseball. Yeah, I am. Because you're doing that to yourself. You're not injecting it into somebody else. Yeah. And to an animal that can't say no. And stuff like this where they can't feel pain, that's where you get these bad injuries. Because they get out there and they don't know that there's an injury. You know, they're, they're not like, I know if my, my shoulder's sore, okay, I'm not throwing the ball to the dog today. Yeah. But if I cover it up with, um, you know, whatever, lidocaine, I'm like out there throwing 100 mile an hour fastballs. Yep. Great. I won't have a shoulder the next day. But, you know, all that aside, a lot of this stuff has been going on forever. But at some point, at some point, when does this stop being coincidence? Yeah. I mean, I, that's just a few of them I gave you. That seems like a lot of, it seems like coincidence follows this man around. Yeah. And at some point, these excuses, the, oh, they had lidocaine on their hands. Oh, the guy peed on hay. I'm sorry that you're letting your million-dollar racehorse eat hay with pee on it. Kind of find that a little bit hard to believe. But what, what drives me nuts is there really is no recourse for these guys. So in Baffert's case, he'll probably get he got a $1,500 fine for one of these. Are, are you kidding me? The guy flies private jets. And what did he get for winning the derby? Uh, yeah, well, he, he probably loses his percentage of the purse of that. But Betty had money on it. Yep. But the other one, too. And people are like, oh, well, how does this affect his legacy? It's not. Because if you remember two years ago, he cheated with a horse that won the Triple Crown that shouldn't have even been there. Justify, failed a drug test, would not have had enough points to get into the Derby, never should have been in the Triple Crown. Guess what? He won the Triple Crown. He sold the breeding rights for millions. You think he cares? Yeah. And they dragged out the drug case so long that it didn't matter. And I mean, to me, that kind of stuff is just, it's, it's fraud, man. It really is. It's just fraud. And, and it upsets me because as a guy who bets, a guy who has, I have probably in my lifetime bet over a million dollars on horse racing. And that's why ass clowns like this can fly private jets for themselves and their horses is because of people like me, people who bet on it, people who invest in it. And it's, it's not just these rich a-holes who own the horses. You take betting out of horse racing, who's it doesn't care? exist. It doesn't exist at all. And 
you know, we don't have any recourse. And the truth is, like, PETA and people like that already want horse racing to go away. Absolutely. And when stuff like this happens, all it does is give them more fuel. Exactly. I mean, and, and that makes all of us look bad. You know, and, and, and I'm telling you, I'm getting really close to just saying, you know what? What do I, what do I always tell Texans fans? If you're this frustrated, don't, don't buy their jerseys. Don't go to the games. If you lose somebody like me from your betting, from your group of betters, somebody who's been promoting your sport, who's been pushing your sport, who gets on Twitter and talks about, hey, here, bet on this. You lose somebody like me and you lose 10 of me, <clears throat> not going to make a difference, but you lose a thousand of me, it will. Yeah. And I'm not there yet because I still believe in that there are some good people out there doing this. Uh, I also think there's some turds. It's just like every business. And at this point, Bob Baffert is a turd. And what I wish is we had somebody who would speak for the players, who would stand up for us and say, you know what? Maybe you need to refund every dollar bet on that race. And that was a lot of money, but they're not going to do it. And they don't, the, the tracks don't care. They treat us like garbage. Guys like Baffert don't care. They treat us like garbage. No. And you know what? He doesn't, they don't care. Well, you know what? At some point, you better start caring about those of us who are supporting your damn sport. Because if you don't, you're going to lose us. And if you lose people like me, and because let's face it, the rest of your audience, it's like baseball. They're dying off. They're all in their 80s. You better keep me. <laughs> anyway, that's my rant. Hey, man. Bleep that. Hey, man. F- that. Yeah, the $1,500 Baffer got fined. He has a net worth of $30 million. Yeah. That's equivalent to five thousandths of his net worth yeah that's four zeros <laughs> before the number come on after uh, a decimal all right we're gonna take a uh quick break don't go anywhere it's a blitz on espn 975-925 This is Heisman Trophy winner Troy Smith, and you're listening to ESPN 97.5. Go Bucks! This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. So I said I'd be pretty salty if I'd gotten a mattress from Mac on that promo he had. Yeah, I think you still finished fourth, but again, it, it changed the entire race. So who knows? You know? And here we go. Unless these conspiracy therapists are coming straight from the horse's mouth by them. Uh, And can't the horse just say nay to drugs? No. No. Stop. And yeah, somebody asked, what's the drug do to the horse? It's, from what I understand of it, it's basically uh, a pain reliever. And, uh, you know, there are some that they allow. This is not one of them. And they allow ibuprofen. In the in the grand scheme of things, is it that bad? No, but again, it's context. the principle of it. Context, and yes, he said conspiracy therapist. So, seven one three seven eight zero ESPN. So, uh, your buddy Nick had a press conference today. Yes, I have a theory. 
Uh, and oh, guess who else spoke? Uh, Jack. No. Cal. Cal. Mick. Nair. Okay. But uh, I kind of have a, a theory. All right, give it to me. I think. Theorize. I think. <clears throat> Nick Casario, and, and this is probably the reason that uh, Dumbass Deshaun got so mad. I think he's just becoming the new O'Brien. I think he's coaching the team. That's why I hired a guy who would be a puppet. And, I mean, he's, it's his team. He's putting it together. But he wanted a guy he could control. That's not insane. Uh, and just listening to... To some of the stuff today, well, reading it, I didn't listen to it. I read the transcripts where he's talking about some of these players. It's almost like, you know, he's the one in charge of them, more so than the coach. Something else struck me today. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of random, so just bear with me. Okay. Um, how many Davises do you know that aren't total pretentious jerks? Like their first name is Davis? Yes, first name is Davis. A lot of, a lot of cool last name Davises. Yeah. Because the only one I know is Davis Love, the golfer, and he's a pretentious jerk. So I'm I'm pretty much going to write off Davis Mills just because of that. Yeah, it's Sorry. not unfair. Sorry. So, um, but yeah, man, like the, the questions they're asking him are questions you would ask a coach. Um, and he answered it like a coach. It's like, what is the current communication like between players and coaches? Right, right, <laughs> right, right. Yeah. So. Uh, and then, again, he doesn't answer any questions, just like O'Brien didn't. He says, uh, despite the situation with quarterback Deshaun Watson, how do you feel about the current quarterback room? We're all at the same point, essentially. We're early in the offseason program. It's a teaching time of year. So the next phase will be phase two. So that will entail some other things. What? It's just word salad. Again, we'll take it one step at a time. We're not going to put any unreasonable expectations on anybody. It's kind of a waste of everybody's time. It's how do they improve? Can they make adjustments? What do they do one day? Okay, can they stack multiple days together? <laughs> this guy is just, it, it, he says nothing. This is like a full paragraph. Look, they're going to have setbacks. Bet you didn't know that. I, well, you're going, you're going to go out there. You're going to have a bad play. That could happen. Okay, how do you respond to that? Maybe not have another bad play. That's the That's hopefully, right? Can you make the adjustment? Do you understand why that happened? Not much of an adjustment maker. Those are the type of things right now that are really important. Uh, and then and then he was asked about Davis. Um, I was I was hearing Lance today, and I well I'll, I'll get your I'll get your comments on him here in a minute, but uh, not Lance. Um, and I guess it wasn't today. Maybe it was last week that I was hearing them because it was Lance. So it was, and Lance wasn't here today. So yeah, he's on vacation. But they were talking about that it, Davis Mills was the Texans' plan all along. They just wanted to take him later. And then when Trask and Mond went right before him, they were like, damn it, I guess we better take him now. And they just took him. Mm. It, they are the worst run organization. I, it's not even close. All right, well, here's my favorite quote of the day from Nick. Stanford head coach David Shaw called QB Davis Mills one of the steals of the NFL draft. <laughs> what do you think about that? Answer, I'm not a draft expert. General manager is not a draft expert. Wow. Shame. Okay. So I have a lot of respect for David, so you can talk to David about what he thinks. We're just glad that we have the players that we have in the building. 
I'm not a draft expert. Okay. Well, actually, some of the moves you made, it's awful clear you're not a draft expert. <laughs> well, at least you're being honest. Oh. I, I mean, where's the follow-up to that? I'm sorry. Somebody has to say, well, well, wait a minute. You just ran the draft. You just drafted the players, but you're no but draft you're expert. Not a draft. How do you explain that? Hmm. Maybe. I got nothing there. <laughs> Maybe I feel you... like that should be in your job description. Like, uh, yeah, I mean, you'd prefer that guy be good at draft I, stuff, so or at least educated enough. Yeah, you know, who, you know who is a draft expert? Lance Zerline. And you know what? I'd rather have him running that team than Nick. This is the, I'm so glad I've ejected on these guys. I, I am. I'm so glad I'm a giant. Lance wouldn't fit the Patriot way. Well, that, that's because you got to get rid of the Patriot way. Yeah, but they're not going to do that. All those guys have to die. It's just got to happen. Uh, it, it's weird. Like, you would think if you tried the Patriot way for long enough and you weren't having anywhere near Patriot success, you'd be like, man, maybe this just isn't for us. Uh, well, maybe that but, only works there. But you know what? You know what you have to be, AJ? Not dumb. Yeah. I'm not even going to say smart. You just have to be not dumb. Guess what? Yeah, Robert, that's not my job. It's not yeah. my job to do that. Yeah. That's what capital it kind of sounds P, like. Capital P, capital A, capital M. <sighs> Long stop. Maybe he's a draft therapist. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Yep, that's a good one, guys. So, <laughs> ain't, ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> oh, man. So, uh... <clears throat> But I think they've just switched out one Patriot honk for another. Basically. This one's thinner. Um, but less, j- just equally ineffective. Equally I mean. ineffective. And, and he's a more subtle dictator. That That's the thing. He Like, O'Brien was clearly the dictator. If you got in his way, he whacked you. Nick is kind of, uh, he's kind of working with Easterby a little bit. And... But he's he's being more subtle in how he's taking things. So, okay, let's hire a coach. No one's ever considered for a head coaching job, so he'll do what I say. He's just going to be happy to be here. Hey, it's one of thirty-two. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, that's what I think's happening here. I think he's quietly trying to take over the entire organization. Why, <laughs> Jesus? I'm not a draft expert. WTF? This franchise is hosed. It's crazy. Holy I mean, it really is crazy to, to have your general manager say something like that. Yeah. I mean, not really my thing. <laughs> Just die. Yeah, that draft thing. Don't I'm, know much about it. I, like, and then they're like, oh, well, what do you think of the uh, the Texans cap situation? Well, I'm not really a salary cap expert either. Well, what what do you do exactly? Have you have you explored the trademark? I'm not a, a trades expert. I'm not. That's not really the kind of GM I am. AJ, you run this radio station. Yeah, I'm not really a radio expert. Yeah, I'm not really a radio just, guy per se. Right, I hear you're building a new gambling website. Yeah, but I'm not really a gambling. Yeah, expert. I don't. I don't bet. I don't really use the yeah. internet. You know, <laughs> do they? They still have that AOL. What's this website you're developing? I'm not really a www dot kind of guy. It's kind of like AOL Sports. I don't know what it is. Uh, what a dope. Some of these other questions, which, I, again, nobody ever calls them on. Here, here's, a, here's a question for you, AJ. What is the current communication like between players and coaches? I'm not really a communications expert. 
you know, leave that to, I like to leave communications to the experts. He says, we can essentially communicate with the players, not freely, but freely. What? Yeah. What? (laughs) So what's the current communication like? We can essentially communicate with players, not freely, but freely. (sighs) What? Just talking about this gives me a headache. I know. I know. I just, I, 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 it's these Texans transcripts always, yeah, I mean, they always give me a brain freeze. And the O'Brien ones have gotten so predictable that they weren't fun anymore. But I'm not a draft expert. That's not my job. Jeez. Squeeze on JB. What's up? Hey, guys. Um, I got to say, I appreciate you guys making fun of the Texans organization because they deserve it. But talking about their draft makes no sense to me. All these experts all around the league talk about grading these teams' draft picks, and they're all a complete joke. None of these players have played in the NFL. You can't grade a draft for at least two or three seasons to have any semblance of actual knowledge about how these picks turn out in the NFL. It's a crapshoot, and everybody knows it. JB, I understand what you're saying, but saying that also means... You can't project who's going to, like, you can't do mock drafts. You can't give uh, prospect grades because you haven't seen them play. You don't really know. I mean, they're, like, at some point, it is about projections, right? Well, yeah, but project, projecting is pretending to know. Projecting isn't knowing. Projecting is just pretending to know. It's thinking that something is a value. It's not knowing for a fact it's a value. Hell, you could have won money on the Kentucky Derby, and the winning ticket you bought turns out to be false, but you still get your money. I mean, projections are pie-in-the-sky numbers. All right, well, let, let me don't, – don't hang up. I'm going to ask you a question. What do you think the teams are doing? They're projecting, too. That's how they make the their teams, picks. I, I think the teams are making their best guesses on who to draft. Well, well isn't that what everybody's that's doing? That's what everybody's doing. That's, that, what, that's what anybody who yeah, grades but, a draft does. They're just they're guessing just like yeah, the teams except, are. Except, 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 hopefully the teams are making their best guesses to to develop their team. When a team gets heralded or mocked for their draft before you know if the picks are any good, that's not. That's not just projecting. That's that's labeling ahead of time, in my opinion. Uh, I you, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. You're splitting hairs here, man. That's um, that that labeling. Come on, guys are projecting. Guys like Lance Zerline project where players should go. They they rank them out. Teams do the same thing. So yeah, I, I hate the you know. Plus, you were starting to repeat yourself, and I I got no tolerance for that. But um. No, I mean, in your mind, no one should ever criticize a team's draft. Hey, guess what? You just ruined sports radio for the entire country. <laughs> I mean, that's going to happen. That's what people do. That's what draft analysts do. NFL Network, guys who work for the league, that's what they do. That's what Lance does. He projects. I'm not really a projections guy. Uh, are you a projections therapist? I'm not that either. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not someone who... I, I don't really see the future... Uh, per se, not my thing. You know what? I'm 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 gonna just follow Nick's lead. I'm not a draft expert. Nick, AJ, tell, ask me about a player. Um, 
Tell me about. Uh, I don't want to do Davis Mills. That's too. E- that's too easy. N- no, no. Who's the? Uh, who's that scrubby dub they took in the last, the, the very last pick? Um, oh, the fat guy from yeah, Arizona. Yeah, yeah. The uh, the defensive tackle. Uh, I don't even know his name. Tell me about that guy. Roy Lopez? Uh, yeah, Roy Lopez. Tell me about Roy Lopez. Uh, I'm not a draft expert, and I don't want to project what a guy might be because that would be irresponsible, and no one knows, even the teams themselves. Now, he looks so. like a short, stubby guy, and it, you know, they, it, like he looks like a guy who doesn't really have the tools to make it in the NFL, but he has a high motor. You know what? I bet over-under, he could do 10 pizzas in one sitting. <laughs> How about that? All right. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. That's a projection. We don't want to do that. I'm not really a pizza <sighs> projecting guy. Gosh. All right, guys, I got to tell you, here's something I can project and be right about. If you go see Dr. Linville and get your hair back, it's going to grow. It's going to look awesome. And uh, guys, go to 975hair.com. You'll get a free consultation right now. The great thing about this is uh, it's not hair plugs. It's your own hair. It's called the Neograph procedure. What he does is remove hair from the back of your head and put it to where it's missing. It's that simple. And uh, I had it done almost two years ago now, uh, coming up in July. And, uh, man, it's it's grown out. And, yes, I'm going to get a haircut very soon here and try to look respectable and not like Lebowski. But it's kind of fun having Lebowski hair again. And it's all thanks to my man, Dr. Linville. So just go to 975hair.com and, and talk to him. You'll get your free consultation and let him show you his hair because his hair looks magnificent. And uh, once you get the procedure done... Uh, it doesn't take that long, and all of a sudden, it's life-changing, man. You're going to feel better. You're going to look better, and it's all thanks to Dr. Linville. 975hair.com. Get that free consultation today. 975hair.com. Get your hair back. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. 713-780-ESPN is your number. Somebody says, I smell a 610 collar. Yeah, I felt a little bit like that. We need, we need to do better. Uh, someone asked if the Rockets have clinched the worst record. No. Uh, you know what? I, Almost. I, I, I was wanted to go over that at 5 o'clock today. The magic number yeah. is one. But they've already clinched the, the best chance they have of getting the number one pick. They, they, can, they can't improve any. So right, it doesn't matter. They've clinched I mean. a bottom three record. And uh, I do think being the absolute worst team, the, the basketball gods would smile on them. <laughs> You're kidding, but, right? This is Houston. They got Yao. Yeah, how many years ago? Were you even born? No. Yes. Aaron wasn't. I, they got Hakeem. Aaron wasn't born for him. No, Aaron wasn't born then. No, but I mean, I if was, you looked at the last year here, going back to, oh, trash cans. Well, it's we're due for something good to happen here. Well, did get a Final Four for UH. That's the one good thing. It was good. Sorry. Texans, look what happened. Yeah. First, uh, they hire another Bill O'Brien, and then Deshaun starts air humping. <laughs> that, that's not good. None of that's good. And their GM's not a draft expert. No, not his thing. Ugh. Not his expertise. And, and getting back to the 610 caller, you know what's going to happen when Nick gets fired? 
He'll go work for NFL Network, and you know what he'll do? Analyze the draft. Because guess how many guys who are former GMs do that? <laughs> so, yeah, sorry that it's not the same. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if that call, I don't know if he's a 6'10 guy or not, but I do know that, it, it, I mean, the guy is right in a way. That's That's all this is is projection, but you can't say, well, what the NFL guys are doing is is somehow expertise. Yeah. And what what media guys do is guesswork. That's that's uh that's a double standard. Because otherwise NF like to to assume that they're experts would mean they never miss. Right. And and, and every, for every for every draft guy or draft expert, every you know Todd McShay that says uh Jimmy Clausen, or was it Mel Kiper that said Jimmy Clausen's the next yeah. big deal? For every one of those guys that missed, there's a guy who drafts Jimmy Clausen and thinks he's the next big deal. So it, it, there's it, the teams are right sometimes, the teams are wrong sometimes. The draft experts or analysts or whoever, they're right sometimes, they're wrong sometimes. So it's it's all guesswork, but it's uh, it's opinions. But I, I would also say it's it's dangerous to just blindly believe that these guys know what they're doing because they have that job. Yeah. And as a fan, you should hold them to a higher standard than that. Because you know what? This is what got you here. I I believe in Bill O'Brien. Give him more power. Let him make more decisions. Guess what? Dumb. People backed it, though. And then, oh, I believe they're going to fix things and hire the right guy. Mm, Guess what? Nope. They got the same old stuff. So why would you blindly trust them? I don't understand. Just because they have that job. And and there's a lot of guys out there who are very good at those jobs, and there's a lot of guys that have them that are not good at them. And it's if people like AJ can see it, and I can see it, and even little Aaron in his little box can see it, I don't know why you can't see it. Sometimes people are bad at their job. There's a reason you were 4-12 last year with a franchise quarterback. Just saying. 713-780-ESPN is the number. 713-780-3776. It's just, yeah, let's, uh, that's also kind of a weird backhanded um, attack on, you know, like, like I said, guys like Lance and Bucky Brooks and people like that. It's like, oh, they don't know what they're doing, but the teams do. You think the Lions know what they're doing? <laughs> How long did the Browns not know what they right. were doing? And yeah. that's what I'm saying. It's guesswork for everybody. Yes. But to act like it's it's guesswork for media members and it's somehow, you know, biblical truth for yeah. these, these teams. Yeah. That's and, just false. And, and what's worse about that? There are some media members have no business doing mock drafts. But I, I, do, I know a bunch of them and I and I'd love to tell them <laughs> to their face. Please stop doing it. You don't know what you're talking. I mean, about. I've told some to their face. Mm-hmm. It happens. But. I, I do agree with him. You can't fairly judge a draft class for a couple of years. And we say that all the time when we're going through these draft yeah. picks. But you can project what you think this draft class is going to be. But yeah, but that's the thing. And that's what everybody's doing. And so I'm sorry projecting offends you so much. Um, you know what else is projecting? The stock market. You True. know what else is projecting? Gambling. True. Fantasy sports. Projection is a lot of life. That's deep, man. I'm just saying. That's deep. Yeah, man, I need some weed now. That's deep, man. I thought the best I was going to come up with is conspiracy seems to follow him around. That's all. I think I've beaten it. (laughs) Oh, man. It's good to be back, guys. 
We're going to take a quick break. Don't go anywhere. It is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5, 92.5. When I'm pulling up right beside you, pop star Lil Mariah, when I take skip game. Years of research and innovation. Innovation Map is the new voice of innovation in Houston. Pretty cool, huh, Morty? Covering startups, tech, energy, health, social impact, and more. Visit innovationmap.com today. Do it now. Do it. Do it. Do it now. 